This is the podcast for Indelible, the documentary in progress for the week of November 4th, 2016. The fourth installment of the FBI file of Carl L. Harp was very minimal, but it did contain some information worth sharing. It included a letter written by Harp in San Quentin to the FBI asking for federal protection before he was returned to Walla Walla State Penitentiary. He described that a former guard had reached out to him and disclosed to him that a contract had been taken out on his life. The date of the letter is October 17, 1979. This is a few months after the riot at Walla Walla, where Harp was raped with a nightstick. Harp had been moved from Walla Walla to San Quentin because of that event. But he was due to be returned to Washington State for a trial related to the May 1979 takeover that he had organized with several of his cellmates to raise awareness of prison conditions. His cellmates pled out, but Harp intended to go to court. But just prior to his murder in September 1981, the state of Washington dropped the charges against him. And this was likely an indication of terrible things to come in September. There was also the lab results from the clothing of the rape victims from the Snohomish County charges Harp faced in June 1973. The lab results were inconclusive, and I had read that in earlier letters but had never seen the actual document, so it was helpful to see that. Another document was a list of returned addresses of letters sent to the Revolutionary Union which I guess was some kind of an organization in Chicago. Among the return addresses gathered was Harp's. They were gathered by the FBI. His envelope was from April 1974. It's interesting because this means that the FBI was intercepting mail to this address and copying return mail addresses. And I think we forget that this kind of thing went on 40 years ago, even though we kind of expect it to go on these days. In another letter, it described three women from Holland who intended to visit Harp in 1980. Customs officials in Germany contacted the FBI in San Francisco, and it included a copy of an anarchist newspaper that they carried with them. Eventually, it showed this concern for these three women was of no further interest. But as part of that investigation, it described Harp's crimes, and it described one other person who had been in prison in Walla Walla with him, but they protected this man's name. It described this protected person, had later been moved to another prison in the South, and a copy of the investigation was sent to the investigation um, of Harp and the three women, was sent to the FBI in Memphis, Tennessee. 
Also in November 1973, two days prior to Harp's sentencing, the Department of Justice wrote a letter to the U.S. Attorney in Seattle stating that the criminal charge against Harp for the quote-unquote robbery by phone should not be pursued. Again, this was the alleged motive for the sniper incident, according to police and mainstream press. The police and the press never made this new statement public, but instead led the public on to think Harp participated in this event, which he clearly did not. And that's really all there was in that installment of FBI documents. I don't know what more I have to say. There's a lot of things going on, but um, I'm not really able to talk about them right now. And so anyway, I just wanted to get out something that addressed what was in the FBI documents. So I think I'll end it here. Okay. Thanks very much for listening and have a good night.